film. This is Mitchell Main here, live and direct with my great friend, co-worker, English teacher, X-Ray. How we doing, big guy? Are you sad? You sound sad. I sound sad. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of sound serious. Yeah, you sounded serious. Hmm. Very serious. Mission accomplished. It, yeah, you're in that teacher mode. You got to sound like you're the authority. You sound like Batman talking <laughs> all deep black. Southern Batman, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Um, yeah. are you teacher tired? This is first week, halfway through. How we doing? Um I definitely was teacher tired last week. Mm-hmm. This week I think I seem a little bit better. Maybe the body's already adjusting. Yeah, last week was like, um, I don't think I can do a thing. Yeah, tends to be that way. Um, it was our first block day today. Yeah, block day. Block days are tough, depending on the day. Yeah, we. I mean, sometimes, and I know kids go through this too. But you look at the clock, and you're like, eh, that's. It's not possible that there's that much time left. <laughs> there's still 50 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like like we weren't doing anything terrible today, but I was just like, what? Oh, no. We've been in here way longer than that. Yeah, when we were in COVID times, we had block days every day. Yeah. I, when I was in high school, we had, um, like, we had Monday, we had our, you know, all eight classes, and then every other day was block days. Mm, Friday too. Yep. That's rough. Yeah. I I didn't really mind it as a, a student. I don't know how I feel about it as a teacher just yet. I like block days cuz you can cover a lot of ground, but that's true. It can it can wear you down for for sure. Yeah. But it it is always nice thinking in the back of your head, um, I'll get a little break from these guys tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Even if it's a great class, you just need a break every once in a while. Yeah, they come back and they appreciate what what you're doing in your room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the beginning of the year, weekend, kind of really puts the cap on summer. Um, describe your summer in three words or less. Mm, busy. That's one. Um, paramount. That's a great word, paramount. And Plus, they're just of great significance. Say that one more time. Paramount plus or paramount as in of great no, significance. Just, just the top of the top. Great. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. My Love third it. word would be um, sweat. It was hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, busy, busy, paramount sweat. Mm. That's going to be my band name too. Yeah, it's punk rock. (laughs) (laughs) If if you had to pick three words, what would they be? Um, hmm. Nuggets. Oh yeah. Swift. (laughs) Jarmish. You're you and your boy. What? That's five. (laughs) (laughs) 
You and your boy Jim Jarmish. Bro, I'm just um my main goal in life right now is to just dress like a character from a Jim Jarmish movie. So and I think we talked about it on here that you told me I needed to watch Ghost Dog, which mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Um I believe I gave it five stars on Letterboxd. I loved it so much. I yeah. was I was so happy when I saw that because I knew that was my doing. I was like, Yes. No. Yes, that was. Um so could you describe because all I've seen is um, I almost called him Lawrence Fishburne. It's not Lawrence Fishburne, it's Forrest <laughs> Whitaker. Um, that's all I've seen. So do you want like the, the giant coat and the baggy baggy pants? Or... I can't show up to work looking like Ghost Dog um, and have kids take me seriously. Birds hanging off your yeah. arms? <laughs> Just carrying around Rashomon the whole time? Um, no, no. He, um, You noticed I got some Doc Martens. I did. I yeah. did. Um, a lot of people in like Jim Jarmusch movies, like if you watch um, Stranger Than Paradise, um, it's just guys with high water pants, white socks, Doc Martens, like a like a blazer type of jacket, sunglasses, and a fedora, and they're always smoking cigarettes. So you just want to be a chain smoking hipster. Yeah, everything but the cigarettes. <laughs> so you want to just be a hipster? I guess I'm a poser at that point, right? Because, I mean, hipsters still smoke cigarettes. I don't know. Do hipsters smoke cigarettes? Are it's hipsters a- even a thing anymore? I was actually thinking this today. That was kind of my next point. I don't, because everything's kind of mainstream now. It's just the stream. Yeah, so, and I was even going to ask my students that, what, like, we used to use the word hipster when we were in high school, or I feel like it was just a thing in high school. Mm-hmm. What's the, what would be the word now? Hmm. And and does, are hipsters extinct? <clears throat> and isn't that what they really want in the end for there to be no hipsters? Isn't that what a hipster truly wants? Maybe that's why we don't know. Cause they're just dwelling under a cave, living their best lives. Yeah. But I feel like part of being a hipster is you let everybody know, Hey, I drink weird coffee. But I feel like that's also crossing the boundary of poser, no? Because, like, a a poser flaunts. Yeah, but a poser flaunts and doesn't even know why what they're flaunting. They don't know the depths of, of why they're doing what they're doing. Like, I feel like the hipster... For some reason, I just go back to coffee, but they they have the weird coffee beans, but they could tell you everything about the weird coffee beans. They're not posing. They're mm-hmm. they're they're maybe doing it for the wrong reasons because they want to be different. But but I feel like a hipster is not like in your face. But like if you ask a hipster, they're gonna go off and tell you they got the coffee beans from Nicaragua and True. whatever. Yeah. But a poser is gonna be like, mm, you like my coffee? Like they're gonna initiate it. True. True. Hmm. Hmm. But I Where guess I'm a poser. I'm a poser hipster. Self-proclaim. Hipster. That's a rough combo. Yeah. But I self-proclaim it. So does that cancel it out? Oh, true. True. Yeah. I don't think you can be a self-proclaimed poser because then you're like, uh, you're not posing. Right. Mm, yeah, that's in- Interesting. <laughs> That's a that's a character dynamic there for a story. 
That is, that is. Can we do, since you just mentioned character dynamics, you want to do a little book talk real quick? Let's do a little book talk. Um, The Great Gatsby, man. Oh, we got a lot of students watching the pod, so we can't give too many spoilers. True, but this is going to get them pumped up for The Great Gatsby. Okay, and they're not listening. Right, right. <laughs> um, I read it when I was a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. Didn't Didn't read it. I'll be honest, maybe read two or three chapters, said, nah, not going to do it. First two chapters are the worst chapters in the whole book. Yes. And I think that that might have lost me right there. And I think Mm -hmm. I might even say that to my students reading it. Oh, I do every year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, the beginning's a little rough, but if you stick it out to the end, it's so worth it. But I'm even, I'm rereading it right now. I'm enjoying all of it. Like oh, I am, I'm just enjoying the whole thing, which I, and I even read it like three years ago, probably. And I was like, this stinks. The ending's great, but the whole thing to get there stinks. And for some reason, I'm just enjoying all of it. So there's, um, there's nine chapters in the book. I know it like the back of my hand. Um, but every year, like before we start it, I'm going to shift up my language this year, but I'm always like, <laughs> First few chapters are rough, but wait till we get to chapter seven. <laughs> and everybody's like, chapter seven? <laughs> like 130 pages deep. Yeah. yeah. But chapter yeah. seven's a wild ride. Have you gotten there yet? I think I just finished chapter six today. So okay. it's quite literally a wild ride. Yes. I well, I, I mean I know I do know what happens, so I'm I'm excited for it though. I'm excited for um yeah, I don't want to spoil, so I won't spoil for our our students listening. Well, you said character dynamic. What were were you gonna say there? I'm just like so wrapped up into Jay Gatsby and who he is and his underlying motivations. And that Daisy mm-hmm. is like this. She's just so like not wishy washy, but she's hard to pin down. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also Nick at the same time. He's like. I just feel so bad for him throughout the whole thing. He's just put in the middle of all this and he's a nice guy. And I don't, I just, it's just the characters are, I don't know. I'm, I'm in on them. I like them. They're all, they're all unlikable, which makes them likable to read because like the more I read it, the more I start to get frustrated with Nick. That he's not like fighting back a little bit because that's where yeah, I'm at. Exactly, I'm like Nick, dude, stick up for yourself, my man, or just remove yourself from the situation. That's what I yeah. tell students when they're in a bad situation: remove yourself from the situation. Yeah, he's not doing that. No, and even the last chapter I read, it, it's like there was like a he says he didn't spend a couple weeks with Gatsby, and then it's like, but one day I just I just went over. No, <laughs> no, bro. Stay away from this guy. He's weird, man. He's weird. Yeah, and he you're you're hooking up your cousin, spoiler. You're <laughs> you're hooking up your cousin with some guy you barely know and your cousin's married. I mean, admittedly she is married to the worst character of all time. Yeah. But like Nick, as hey. the kids say, you're doing too much. <laughs> but also not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's yeah, the so, fly on the wall, and he's the perfect narrator for that. Correct, correct. Yeah, I don't want to bore people with book talk too much, but it was just on on my mind. 
No, I like it. I'm I'm excited you're you're uh, reading Gatsby because, like I said, I could uh, tell you almost quotes by page number. I could get within the ten pages. I think. Yeah. No joke. No, I I totally get it. And I was telling you that Romeo and Juliet, like I I could do almost the same thing. Yeah. I yeah. believe it. I believe it. It becomes our lives for like five hours a day, every day. It's it's sad though, bro. Like, especially when I used to teach it, I'd teach it like four or five times a day. And then I'd go home and the lines would just be running back through my head. <laughs> like, dude, this is terrible. This is so bad. That's like a, that's like your, uh, what do we call it? The canon event where then you uh, turn into like some psychopathic villain because you can't get these lines out of your head you're in the shower and these lines just keep coming in your head and you're like what am i and then then you turn into um tybalt can you imagine just me in the shower just yelling he just has scars that never felt a wound (laughs) that's what i'm saying yeah when you get home and then when you start going to work the more and more you go you start thinking you're one of the characters a, yeah. a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. <laughs> imagine, imagine if you had uh, like Tourette syndrome, but you just shouted out Shakespearean lines. Oh man, I think that's an innovation. I think that's awesome. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, you'd probably want to have very many friends. No, but the friends you would have would be yeah. the coolest people ever. You'd be tight with them, no yeah. doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Hmm. That's awesome. Are you reading any good books other than Gatsby, like free reading? Um, no, not at the moment. I did just finish um, Hyperion or Hyperion. I don't really know how to say it. Mm. Which is read like, the whole book and don't know how to say the title. Yeah, for real. How sad <laughs> is that? It's pretty sad. It's like high fantasy, crazy stuff going on. I I liked it a ton though. It sounds quite familiar, but I'd never yeah. read it you um i'm reading yeah i'm reading a lot of um master stuff which isn't fun but um silver nitrate just came out recently it's like a um it's actually a film kind of fiction film story this woman she works in sound design and like she meets this old director with her actor friend and like he was like working with like this like horror director back in the day and like they're trying to revitalize one of his lost films and yeah, there's some horror into it and it's okay. cool yeah it's cool. okay all right silver nitrate um not to transition pretty uh swiftly but i just feel like you you want to discuss post malone oh yeah you you heard me say post malone earlier yeah and then i was just thinking about it and the fact we talked about it before we started recording it's on your mind. We're we're kind of just throwing out what's on our mind right now, and I know he is on yours, dude. He's always on my mind um, <laughs> since July twenty eighth when Austin came out. Um, I wanted to like when I was saying, "Give me your three words for summer." Yeah, I I was thinking, okay, what are my three? And I can't boil it down because Nuggets, obviously, and then Swift. Um, Jarmish would probably be the one that I would have to get rid of. But even then I have four um, because post Malone, I said post Malone. So that gets me five. Um, And so I'm breaking my own rules, but man, post Malone, love him, love him. Um, My TikTok algorithm for user like 8 billion, uh, whatever number it is, um, 
is just all Post Malone interaction videos, like fans that are interacting with Post Malone. And he just seems like the sweetest dude ever. Uh, are you wishing that you were one of those fans that he was interacting with? I do, and um, I kind of have my spiel of what I would do if I met Post Malone. I would ask him for, um, we would do a shoe swap because he always trades shoes with his fans. I see. And so, and he always wears the white Converse, and so I'd ask him to trade shoes. Um, do you know he's 28 and he was born on the 4th of July? I did not know that. I would not have guessed that he's the same age as us. Would you think he's older? Oh, yeah, dude. I thought he was in his 30s for sure. For real? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's kind of... I feel weird about, like, really not obsessing, right? I'm not obsessive over Post Malone, but, like, thinking about people, like, in that way who are, like, our age or just anybody, you know? Yeah. It's like, who am I, a 28-year-old guy, like, just watching NPR's Post Malone video for five times in a row? <laughs> um, what am I doing? But it's so good. He's so good, dude. Versatile. How much clout do you think you would get if you not only could say, yeah, this summer I went to Taylor Swift, I got the sweatshirt to prove it, but I also have Post Malone shoe up in my room, oh in your my classroom. Gosh. That would that's um that would not stay in the classroom. No, no chance. No chance. Maybe one shoe, but I'm definitely keeping one at home. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Gatsby, because um there's my ADHD. <laughs> um check this out. This I was talking about keeping things at home. I had a student last year. Um she's really into like graphic design and stuff. Um, she made me this for Christmas and I was like, this is so good. I'm, I'm bringing this home and it's going in my home office. Oh, wow. Which is like another level of uh, not appreciation, but just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's framed. It's check this out. Um, great pod content. Describe to the people what you're seeing. This is the famous, um, the famous eyeballs from the billboard. Um, Dr. Eckelberg, correct. And then behind we have Daisy clearly, uh, and she's like tangled up in a web. Those are pearls, my guy. Pearls. Oh, pearls. That's sick. Uh, we have obviously all the other characters. It's nice and blue in the background, but then we got the city silhouetted down below. We got the green light at the top, the green light. If you are not understanding these references, go read, um, Go read The Great Gatsby, please, and let us know your thoughts. Uh, we've got the gold car. Very important. Hint, hint, hint. Foreshadowing. Wild ride. Dude, that is sweet. Yeah, isn't that sick? Is that um, is that the best teacher gift you've ever received, or is there better mm. out there? No such thing, my guy. A kid could give me a rock, and I would be touched. But if you had to, you're, you're best. You're number one. Mm-hmm. This kid gave me a rock one time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it's got to be up there, man. I showed you the MF Doom painting a kid gave me. Yeah, that's pretty. That's sweet. up there too. That's I'm looking at that right now. Yeah. Um, that same. That's probably those are probably are the two. Um, that same girl that made that Gatsby one. She made me a Truman Show sticker that's on what my heck, standing dude? desk. 
Um, it's really small, but it's it's cool. And it's like Truman walking up the stairs at the end. That's um, sweet. And she put on it like, bye, Mr. Maine. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. That's great. She graduated. Um, yeah. I, I was, that's what I was just about to say. I need to find the student, get them in my room so that I can yep. get some sick gifts. Yeah, too late, Mr. Window. Um, I did have a kid bring me the second day of school. Um, I could give you a million guesses and you'd never guess what he brought me. Was it this year? It was this year. So yeah, this was last week. Um, mm. He brought me a uh, the skull of a coyote. What? Yes. That's cool. <laughs> How do you, what's your reaction when you receive that? Well, I, I mean, I guess it might be cheating. I had this student last year. Um, that is cheating. Yeah, in, in mythology. And one of our mythology pro- projects was you had to like create a beast. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like, there's a ton of bones in my backyard. Could I make it out of that? And I was like, heck yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I guess he's just got a lot of animal carcasses in his backyard. Um then this year, I don't know how we got on the topic of coyote skulls, um, but he was just like, I'm going to bring this in. And I was like, are you sure? Like, I don't know about that. Then as I thought about it more, you need to like, watch out for this kid guy. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't get maybe. on this kid's bad side. <laughs> I'm kidding. But as I thought about it more. I was like, um, I think I definitely want a coyote skull in my room. So it's oh, up on my cabinet right now. Yeah, absolutely. I would I would attach it to a stick and like when a kid's mouthing off or Sleeping. yeah imagine waking up to that yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah watch out for that kid man we could get a little Lord of the Flies yeah yeah we're just dropping all the references tonight yeah um speaking of gifts we'll just we'll touch on this really quick and we'll get into our review um. We do just have to announce that um, X-Ray and myself are cornhole champions of the world. Yeah, this is probably the biggest news in our lives at the moment. Yes, pinnacle of my existence has been reached. We, we are just, we're, we're we're cornhole champions. We're cornhole champions. Let's just lay it all out for the people. Cornhole tournament to start the school year. Um, I came in your room. I was like, "Hey, got a partner?" No, we teamed up dynamic duo um i had to come up with a name Mm -hmm. on my own i sat at my computer for a solid 30 minutes just couldn't think of anything and came up with uh to corn or not to corn which you despised and hated yeah i'll tell you straight up i did not like it and i'll admit it was it was not great but no it, it also propelled us to victory and you know you going in you you kept saying over and over again like let's just have fun like we'll like i i think your uh your confidence was low is that correct i thought we were a first round buy or first round <laughs> exit for sure <laughs> and we dominated the first round we did i was getting a little cocky and i i don't get that way <laughs> like my my competitive nature like it's buried deep within me it was starting to come out because like i remember somebody said something about one of the bags being too light Oh yeah. no! What did I say? You it's the thrower, it. not the bag. It's the thrower, not the bag. Yeah, said it multiple times. Yeah, 
at, at, in front of in front of colleagues. Yeah, yeah. Which is not me. Maybe my favorite part was the last match we we had to we had to go against um, these people who had been playing at the same board, and we said, you know, we'll play you on your home board with your home bags. Well, we're and, not scared. And, and their husband and wife, may we yeah, add, strong yeah. connection. Yeah, and we. Uh, I was going to say mop the floor with them, but we didn't. But we we beat them, and we took that thing home. It was it was close, man. It was. Um, I think the game before that, the what do we call it? The semifinals. Yeah, the penultimate. Um, yeah, the penultimate game. That was intense. <laughs> there was a moment where it was just like silence for three minutes, going back and forth, and like everybody just looked at each other. We were just like. <sighs> <laughs> like this is way more intense than it needs to be. That was good though. The the yeah. the feeling of victory, and no matter how small the 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 ultimate prize is, it's amazing. Yeah, we got a Dollar Tree trophy with a cornhole bag <laughs> drilled through it with a nail. <laughs> yep, in our rooms for the whole year. Yeah, we we got and we were told we need to add something to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I've been thinking a few things, but we'll we'll have to nail it down. Maybe we post a picture of it and put it on at Teacher Film Talk on X, Twitter X, and maybe it's get Twitter. some. We only call it Twitter here. Yeah, we're are we Twitter boys? I don't I don't know, I don't know. It's so strange. I don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> the name of an app gets changed, and you don't know who you yeah, are anymore. I kind of yeah. When it changed the the home screen logo, when yeah, it turned like into an X, it's impossible to find now. Yeah, I was like, who am I? And the, he just changed it again. Like, there's some like grainy granule to the logo X now. Oh, mine is not updated. Mine's still yeah. Like, it's not just pure black. There's like, it looks like it's almost like cracked, but it's not. Yeah, no, I get yeah. it, man. It's it's. Just imagine the people that are like really on Twitter, like on, on Twitter that are like, I bet they, for a week, they were just like, what am I doing with my life? They were probably, yeah, Charlie Brown walking their way home. Just so sad. Yeah, so sad. Um, But it's social media. Maybe they need a, a reality check. Yeah. Nothing set in stone. Um, and Elon Musk is the guy to do it. Yeah. Is Elon Musk punk rock? Mm, I think Elon Musk wants to be punk rock, but he mm. is not punk rock. Mm, I would agree 100% with that. Okay. Yeah. I, I was pretty proud of yeah. how I thought of that. Yeah. And it, it does. It, he is not punk rock. He is not. Is Jack Black punk rock? Jack Black may be. One of the most punk rock guys out there. Mm. Mm. Well, let's talk about it. Let's punk do it. rock. Two thousand three, the school of rock. Um, we got something here, and something special in this movie. I think. Um, are we? Are we? Can I declare early on that this is the best school movie of all time? Um, before we get to that, can I declare that once again, you've not done your homework? <laughs> Dude, could you tell I was, um, trying to move through that? 
<laughs> yeah, and you, I'm not going to let you get off the hook. I wrote a sonnet. Okay. All, all right. This is off the top. <laughs> no, um, you don't have to do it off the top. In the midst of procrastination. Oh, my. Drained by the busy duties caused by education. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm trying to provide a poem for TTF Nation. Oh, my goodness. And here we go. I'm on the clock for episode 45, I believe. We're talking School of Rock. Oh, my goodness. We have Jack Black on the guitar and a bunch of young kids playing with him. (laughs) He kills it. But those kids also have some good rhythm. I don't know if that one rhymed. but that was really okay. (laughs) I'm here to stay, slay, with this review that I have prepared for you today. X-ray. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Off the top, what would you give me? One out of ten. The first half, I would give a ten out of ten. Like, Mm -hmm. I was education, procrastination. um, TTF Nation. Yeah, that was fantastic. That's flow vocabulary. That's not, that's kind of cheesy, though, flow vocabulary. but uh, I'll take it. Um, the second half, I'm going to have to go probably a one, maybe a two. Mm. It got rough after that. Okay, so I average out at like a 5.5? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Off I the top, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, back to Jack Black and you saying that this is the best school movie of all time. Hmm, that's tough. Most enjoyable. There is a difference. Okay, there we go. Because I don't know if this is the prototypical school movie, but I would Mm -hmm. say that I love this movie, and it might be the most enjoyable movie that takes place at a school. Mm. Do you think, okay, are you familiar with Richard Linklater as a director? Uh, I looked looked up his stuff after I finished watching, um, but I can't remember now what he did. He's done like... um, like those romance ones with Kevin Bacon, I believe. Oh, yes. I've seen yeah. all three of those. They he, suck. I hate them. Oh, you don't like them? Dude, I oh. I don't know. I figured they'd be right up my alley. I hated the first two, the last one I liked. But oh, I like man. despise the first two. Hmm, okay. Um, have you seen Slacker? No. Yeah. Have you seen um, Suburbia? No. Okay. Have you seen A Scanner Darkly? No. That one sucks. Have you seen um, these? Yeah, I've seen them. I haven't seen the Kevin Bacon ones. I've seen the first one, whatever it's called, Before Sunrise or whatever. Yeah. Um, I've seen that one. You want to um, talk about hipsters. A couple of hipsters in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's kind of Richard Linklater's M.O., the the uh, subculture main characters. Okay. And Jack Black definitely fits that here. Yes, he does. Um, he Jack Black kills it. I wanted to say something because I wrote this down. I love, this is kind of transition, but I love when opening credits are incorporated with the scene naturally, like within what's going on within the story. Like with this one where it's like just all the, like Jack Black's name's announced on the poster. The School yes. of Rock is lit up on the wall. Like it's just naturally within frame and within. There's one on the, the jacket, right? The back yeah. of the jacket. Yeah. yeah. It's just so cool. And it just naturally flows like that. 
We should almost we should do a draft sometime of like best opening opening roles, opening credits. Ooh, because that just made me think of Napoleon Dynamite, which isn't like a great one. another great school movie. Isn't it's not natural, but just the plates of food and mm-hmm. like the fact that did you know that all those plates of food are seen in the movie at some point? I think I saw that on TikTok. Yeah, There's one with like the gigantic. No, I saw something on TikTok with like the grated cheese plate just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You know what I'm talking about? Um, it's like Kip and Napoleon. They're in the kitchen. Oh, oh like yeah. After each time it goes on Kip, it's just shot in reverse shot, and then each time it goes on Kip, the cheese, the plate of cheese just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> Little movie mistake. Yeah, or maybe they're just trolling. I love yeah. it. Yeah. When I was when I was like probably in middle school, my dad like found it was just I, I might have just been called moviemistake.com. dot com. I think it was like before we knew IMDb was a thing. But anytime I watched a movie, I would just look those up. It kind of ruins it for you. That's all you start watching for. Yeah, glad I don't do that anymore. <laughs> um, there's a movie mistake in a film I watch in film class every year and i always feel so good pointing it out i stop <laughs> it and i rewind it each time it's in walter yeah. Mitty. the guy does a kick flip or like ben stiller's about to do a kick flip and then the camera pans and it changes and like it's a completely different color skateboard <laughs> great <laughs> uh, that was like when we watched face off and it was just so clear that it was not it was not <laughs> nick cage <laughs> in the boat uh. It depends on the movie. Sometimes it adds to the movie. Yeah. Just depending on how crappy it is. But anyways. Um, is Jack Black the greatest actor of all time? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, dude, I love him. I love dude, him. He had a chokehold on. Okay. I'm about to make the greatest connection of all time. Okay. Jack Black. With. The Nickelodeon slime era, like mm. that's when he was at the pinnacle of his career when like Nickelodeon slime was really big. Yes. Like 2008, 2005-ish. And I think School of Rock is what got him there. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of other ones he's in. I haven't seen Nacho Libre, but I know people love that. You have not seen Nacho Libre? I just missed it when I was in middle school or high school and just have not gone back to it. I know I need to. Shelby loves Nacho Libre. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> that surprises me. Yeah. Surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I love Jack Black. I know he's like I don't wanna call him like a gimmick but he's just he's just him and it it, he just works in like roles like this i think if anybody else was doing what jack black was doing they're uh, going back to our poser conversation they're posers yeah nobody can nobody can even come close to what he does but like when i saw like chris pratt voice of mario um whoever voice of whoever and then jack plack as a wario i was like oh sick <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like whatever he does I'm, I'm in even in um jumanji like jumanji's not a great movie jack black no. he's the man yeah well he's actually the woman in that i think he plays the girl 
correct. Yeah. He's also he's Kung Fu Panda, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great skidoosh. voice actor. Yeah. Great ad lib, skidoosh. Yeah, catchphrase, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so I, I just love Jack Black. I, yeah. I he's just I love him. He's the man. He's thirty three in this movie, The School of Rock. Now we're twenty eight year old lads. Um, when we're thirty three the energy, the body movements that he exudes. I'm hoping I can move like that when I'm 33. He does. He runs a ton in this movie. He's running a lot. And he moves well, dude. He's not, and he's not a obviously skinny guy, but he moves well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just kind of along with all this, the, the legend of the rent that, Mm. that performance that he does in, in front of the class when he's like (laughs) you can tell he's like kind of coming up with it on the spot Uh, Uh amazing amazing dude crushes it i was just imagining like (laughs) what kids nowadays would do in that room (laughs) (laughs) they would probably be all on their phone just not even listening yeah they'd miss it they'd miss it one kid would film it and put it on the snapchat story Yeah. yeah yeah there'd be like maybe two kids like super into it but then everybody else yeah um i I do have in my notes here jack black would be the best sub of all time oh my gosh like i i I would never want jack black to sub for me because the the moment i came back kids would be just yeah you're sad yeah yeah you're not getting any more coyote skulls at that point no no they're all going to mr schneebly which is the greatest substitute teacher name of all time yeah. Yeah, it is. And um 650 a week to sub, would you do that? Um <laughs> um Yeah. You would get you would um sub for 650 bucks a week? 650 a week. Let me do some math, quick math. Bro, that's I mean, sadly, I don't really want to say it, but that's not much less than um mm. What we're doing right now, this is a private school that they're at. You doing six fifty divided by five or seven? Times four? Times four. A month? Oh wait. I was thinking oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm tired, dude. Get off me. Leave me alone. Like, Dang, you're you got high standards. <laughs> dude, I tell kids I'm not good with math, but that was not a math mistake. That was me just being tired. Um yeah, that number I see it right here. Um with tax deductions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And this was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, this movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's Horace Green. That's a prep school. Right. That's prep school paper. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a tough moment for us just now. Yeah. Um, despite the money, though, we don't do it for the money. Um, we do it because we're molding minds, as Jack Black says. He says, I'm a teacher. All I need are minds for molding. And the way that he says it, the way it rolls off <laughs> his tongue is, again, we, we can't recreate what he does, but he, he just crushes it. I think if this podcast takes off, we have to get that tattooed on our forearms. I would get, I would get that. Okay. Yes. I'm a teacher. All I need are minds, minds for, molding. for molding. Yes. And All right. You you also mentioned like we don't do it for the money, we do it for the minds for molding. We also do it 
when Lawrence, the keyboardist, comes up and says that he's not cool. Oh, we, dude, dude, we do it for those moments too. Mm-hmm. Tamika, yeah, we that, those are the moments. Which is what's nice about this is you get the Jack Black being himself, diving on the floor, running through the parking lot, singing his crazy songs. You get the nice, the tender-hearted Mister Schneebly moments. Mm-hmm. That's um, probably my favorite part about the movie is he he knows how to communicate with each kid meeting their own needs yes we have tamika who's sad that she's bigger she's nervous he hypes her up he hypes up lawrence i love when he's hyping him up when he's playing the piano and he literally starts singing lawrence is so good at piano um and then when uh summer is mad that she is one of the groupies she she meets him right outside his car in the in the morning and like you could tell, he's just totally just baloney sandwich in her, and says, uh, "No, I couldn't say this in front of all the other girls. Yeah. Your manager, like you're the most important one in the band. Like he just knows, he knows how to communicate with all the kids to make them feel awesome. Even the like the how he talks to like Zach, and he realizes that Zach has like this crazy potential, but he's he's so like afraid to express himself." Uh, mm-hmm. Like that moment's awesome. The fact that he knows exactly what to do with Freddie, who's like the, <laughs> the the trouble kid, he just knows yeah. how to direct his his energy into the mm-hmm. right spots. Like that's just everything we aspire to be. Yeah, I I wish I had the 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 intervention of just <laughs> taking some kids and I'm like, all right, let's just start a rock band. Yeah. Let's let's tone down some behavior and transition it into musical fusion. Okay, I was gonna ask you this: if you could, if you could do this, if you could walk into a class tomorrow and you knew there were no repercussions and you could just teach a class about anything, what would it be? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. Anything. 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 Okay, I'm gonna ask you this question so you think about it. Yeah, I, I don't um, have my answer yet, so I gotta, I gotta think about it as you, well. You, you, you said uh, like. I, I'm doing it tomorrow, so you know I gotta I gotta know what I'm talking about now. I right. gotta get the things ready. So, um, the influence of MF Doom on popular culture. Oh my goodness! Yes, that would be that would be a lesson. That would be a sweet class. Yeah, just MF Doom 101. Imagine you just. This is how you'd have to set it up. Tomorrow, you before that class, let's say it's it's third hour, mm-hmm. um, you lock the door. You don't let anyone in. You keep them all out there. Turn the lights off. You get, um, let's go with, um, I don't know what song do you want playing? What MF Doom song do you want these kids to be introduced to? Oh, my gosh. Their first exposure to the villain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Do, does the music video count too, or is it just the song? Just, this is your class, man. Okay. I'm probably opening with the accordion music video. Okay. Yeah. But imagine just no one's in your room and you just now you open the door and you welcome kids in and up on the screen, that's playing, music's blasted. 
Mm. That would be quite the introduction to here's what's going to happen in here. Yeah, I'd have to buy a like a Doom mask, like just one of those Dr. Doom masks that I can buy. It's plastic. It's five bucks. Teacher salary. Okay, um, even even better. You don't open the door. You get somebody else to open the door for you. You're in the closet, and halfway through the song, you bust out of the closet oof. in the Doom mask. Oof. I start... I just put up the accordion instrumental and then I rap it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I think with the mask on, I would have the confidence to do that. I'm, I'm not joking. That would be sweet. Yeah. And I know for a fact I could do it. Word for word, bar for bar. You know, I was thinking that because we had that assembly today. Mm-hmm. And I was a little nervous the whole time because as I told you earlier in the week, I was I was being afraid that I was going to be called upon to do something in front of the school. Mm -hmm. Which Um, they probably should still do that for you. Yeah, depending on what it is. Sure, sure. But Kanye West was playing that as we walked in. And I was like, I could, if they called me up to rap this right now, I would do that. Like, (laughs) I, I could crush that. Then you'd be canceled shortly after. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part. But I was they're surprised still... they were playing Kanye. Yeah, I was too. If they're still playing it, no. dude, kids don't care. No, maybe we probably think about these things way more than. Well, because we have to, because we got to worry about this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but what would you teach? Well, you know, I'd like to. I'd like to guest lecture with you at some point to just throw a little Kanye in there for a day. Because okay. Kanye and MF Doom, they they cross they, okay. and they liked each other. We could. I was th- I was already planning out units. Yeah, I was thinking we would do a a unit on um, like illusory art. Mm-hmm. Because no one really knew who he was. Kind of yeah, like like a Banksy connection. Yeah, you'd have to start with like here's mainstream. Here's mm-hmm. what was going on in the mainstream, and then MF Doom is way off over here to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, comfortably off to the side. Yeah. Um, I would compare him maybe with like Banksy and I would just talk about like um you know, art that is again not hipster, but under the radar. Maybe that yes. that would be the title of the, the unit under the radar. Yep. Um awesome. or beneath the stream, maybe something you- like that. If you had to pick a uh, a film director or just a movie that you would compare, because you mentioned Banksy, mm. what would be your under the radar, off the mainstream? Mm. Is it your boy Jarmish? I was going to say it's probably Jim Jarmish, but that's a cop out now because we've been talking about him. I've been gassing him up all pod. Yeah. Um, maybe Wes Anderson, 2005. Okay. Because he's kind of mainstream now. Yeah, I was thinking like Edgar Wright. Like mm-hmm. he, he's got enough popularity where people know him, but he doesn't make, or wait, did he, he, he did he do a Marvel movie? I do not know. Cause if he did a Marvel movie, he can't be MF doom. No way. I don't know, but I, I like this class very much. Yeah. So I would do like under the radar, um, going against the stream. That would be like unit one, unit two would then be, um, like, I don't know how I would title it, but basically just how he influenced comic book culture mm-hmm. and how comic book culture influenced him. 
Um, Isn't there? I, there's. I know there's a new Marvel movie coming out, and Doom is one of the villains. Mm-hmm. And if there's no MF Doom in that movie, I riot. Yeah, I kind of don't want MF Doom in there. You think he would want to be in a Marvel movie? Just one sick scene, one intro to the to Doctor Doom, and we're playing something from Mad Villain. The, like just the instrumental, I would appreciate. Okay, that would be sick. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I just burped. Um, sick. Let's see. <laughs> I would also do influence on tiktok culture because he's kind of become a thing on tiktok nowadays yeah his song one beer has like really caught on with the the gen z crowd yeah um i would talk about like um how do you say this word posthumous am i saying that right yeah posthumously i used to think it was posthumously yeah posthumously um like posthumous appreciation because mm-hmm. everybody's starting to appreciate him now that he's dead. Um, and I would really want to raise awareness for that kid who wears an MF Doom t-shirt but cannot recall one song other than one beer. Now that's what we call poser, my friend. Mm. That's poser definition perfectly. Yeah, because I see a lot of kids rocking MF Doom apparel now. Yeah, and not that not that we want to be those people that are like they wear the Led Zeppelin shirt and it's like name five Led Zeppelin songs. I do that though. I do that to kids. You do that? I do. I do. And I don't feel bad about it. Okay. All right. Try I had not a to kid get wearing a Brockhampton shirt. Do you know who Brockhampton is? Yeah, I had a, a quick Brockhampton phase. And then I was like, these I guys did. stink. They had a cool couple cool albums, but a kid was yeah. wearing one of their shirts. And, like, if a kid doesn't know, like, I'm not going to judge him if they say, oh, I just like the shirt. I'm like, all right, that's rad. Yeah, because then you're not a poser. You're admitting. Yeah, yeah they, the girl was like, oh, I just like the shirt. And because it says Ginger on it, because that's one of their song titles. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I like it. I respect it. She thrifted it. I was like, all right, oh. great find. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, okay. if you're going to be like, oh, I love Brockhampton, wear the shirt, and can't name three to five songs, what are we doing? Yeah. And maybe is that that's not gatekeeping. It's just holding people accountable. That's right. It's accountability. Yes. Yeah. You can't be coming in here thinking you're cool like that. Yeah. Um, so we're 50 minutes in and, you know, <laughs> we haven't really talked School of Rock and I'm all good with that um, because you still need to tell me your uh, your 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 class that you would teach. As we're winding well, down here. I think we can both agree that we, we just love School of Rock. We grew up on it. It's still great. It's amazing. Um, I'd watch it right now if I if I could. Just makes you feel good. It does. And the, the music's great. Jack Black is great. I do want to say, I think it maybe has the best montage, my favorite montage of all time. I use this montage. When I taught film studies, I would use it mm. every time because we did a montage unit. I'm going to use that. Probably next week when I it's talk perfect. about montage. It's perfect because it has a great lead in. It's got the awesome. He's got the sweet pointer with the heavy metal fingers. Yeah, rad. It, I want it one. just shows the progress of them learning. It's a it's a great montage. It's not yeah. like Wes Anderson amazing, but it's it does. It's a perfect just. It's it's an eighty five montage. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a B plus. With the perfect song, pick up the pieces with it. Just yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, if I had to teach a class, I, I mean, I've been thinking about this as we've been talking. Uh, I have a lot of options, but for some reason, this has been on my mind. Um, I'd like to do a study of just terrible television. Mm. So starting with Survivor. No, that's not going to make the list. Thank you very much. I don't know what your hate is for Survivor, for Jeff Probst, for the greatest reality competition show of all time. <laughs> but I I would like it to stop. Nah, it won't. Moving on. Because um, we, we're watching Desperate Housewives. We're mm. watching... Um, Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. We're watching the we're watching Food Network, which is not terrible television, but it's not. It's just like I, I don't know. It's it's not Succession. Yeah, we're watching Jerry Springer. We're getting fired the next day. We're yeah. <laughs> we're, we're watching um Impractical Jokers. Yeah, uh, great great show. We're watching Punked. Yeah. Yes, we got. Yeah. Just imagine going by the decade. Yeah. And. Just talking about MTV and VH1. Did you just watch VH1? Oh, dude, of course. Yes. Of course. Watching um, Viva La Bam. Because mm. um, I think we could do we could do like film studies where you study it. You look at how it's made. You look at its, its techniques, all those things. We could also do um, like a little psychology. Why do people watch these things? Why is this? Um, yeah. What makes them, what's the lure? Why is this so American? Yeah. Mm. I just, that, that would be, I think that that would be interesting. We could even make some terrible television, some terrible reality TV. Mm. I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah. I could see it working. I think a lot of kids would buy into cause it's just, it's brainless television. Yeah, I mean, imagine that on a block day. We're going to watch two episodes of Jersey Shore. How could you not be entertained? Yeah, um, I would be pumped. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. Um, School of Rock, what are we giving it out of 100? Uh, I just gave it a, a flat 85, I believe. Mm. I gave it a 92. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 92. Audience 64. Wow. What? Right. Yeah. Um, we're watching the Dead Poet Society next time. Until next time, X-Ray, um, before we close out our school installment, you have anything else? Where are we streaming this? YouTube. Great question. YouTube or Disney Plus. Okay. Dead Poet Society. This will be a great comparison. Robin Williams and Jack Black. Yes. 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 All right. TTF Nation. Until next time, Dead Poet Society, do your homework. Peace out. Peace out.